Oh dear, yesterday the Dow tumbled nearly 300 points and the Nasdaq closed lower for a second straight day in a row. No, it's actually third, fourth. Jeez, <laughs> what's happening here? So is the rally over? So how does this affect our positions and uh, what's happening with any new positions? And uh, that's what we're going to talk about. So welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Market. Today is Thursday, January 4th. And in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And geez, I mean, now we really need to take a look at it at the Nasdaq. I, I think yesterday was four days down in a row, right? Yeah, four days. Today, working with number five, potentially trying, trying hard to go positive. Um, but yeah, what a drop in the NASDAQ to kick off the new year. Yeah, it's basically because last year the NASDAQ was up like, what, 40% or something like this. <laughs> this were kind of crazy. I think it was 44%. So at some point, there's some profit taking, and this is what we are seeing here right now. So uh, people are seem to rotate out of the uh, fabulous or magnificent seven. Um, if you go over here to our uh, to our chart, uh, we see that uh, well, the magnificent seven are Microsoft, Apple, Tesla, Amazon, Google, Meta, and Nvidia. I mean, those have been really driving last year a lot of the growth that we saw in the indices. Absolutely, just you know, lead in the way, lead in the markets higher. But uh, nice to see some green elsewhere, and you know, I, I think that that's good, and that's what we're seeing after uh, such huge gains from that magnificent seven last year. Yeah. So right now the focus is on yields. I mean, yields are back in the spotlight, and uh, this is where we talked about it. the the ten year yield. Uh, I mean, a few days ago scratching the magic 4% mark. Let me use a different color here, uh, the 4% mark. And even this morning, just briefly, topping 4%, so yields on the rise again. And that definitely has the potential to put some pressure on stocks. Uh, we saw that last year, and I, I don't think that's really what investors want. And so, well, I know that's not what investors want. Let's get yields down and have free money again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is the plan. However, uh, this is where we also had yesterday the meeting minutes, the Fed meeting minutes that were released. And uh, I mean, what we saw in the in the meeting minutes is that the Fed uh, officials say, yeah, we are thinking about lowering rates next year, but uh, we don't know yet how and when and if at all, and probably later in the year. So, I mean, reading through this statement, I'll, I'll look through this, there was just a lot of uncertainty that basically the Fed said, we don't know yet. We think we did a good job. When can we lower rates? No idea just yet, but uh, we think that we can lower rates three times next year. And this is where the dot plot definitely showed that the Fed is anticipating some cuts, but uh, what the the minute shows exactly what we've said all along, Marcus, and that is that the the market is overly optimistic at this point, right? If we look at Fed funds futures, like you show there, uh, investors based on CME Fed funds futures believe that the Fed will start cutting in March, and at least based on the minutes and, and based on what I think that the Fed's likely to do. 
I think that's that's premature and aggressive. Yeah, especially uh, since the Fed said, uh, okay, three rate cuts next year, but here we see one, two, three, four, five, six that the markets are factoring in right now. It's like, eh, exactly. okay, we're kind of off. <laughs> exactly. A little overly optimistic. And I think that that could lead to some volatility this year when the when the market doesn't get what it wants. Um, but I, I think it's still going to be a positive year. How about you, Marcus? What are your thoughts? Yeah, but we were slowing down. I don't think that this year we'll see uh, again uh, 20 plus percent. I, I think that we're oh, sure. probably back to the normal 8 to 12 percent growth that we see this year. That's what I would expect. You know, and I, I'm with you on this one. And I, I saw that Oppenheimer chief market strategist, John Stolzfus, I'm sure I, I butchered his last name, or, or maybe I did pretty well. Well, who knows? <laughs> um, but he believes that the rally in uh, 2024 can continue uh, to about 10%. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. So, I mean, we'll see. Bitcoin this morning on the rise again i mean after pulling back uh, almost 10 percent over the last couple of days trying to attack the forty-five thousand level again getting up there 44 uh on the way to 45. yeah definitely some volatility the last couple of days and uh yesterday down more than four and a half percent yeah and crude oil, crude oil all over the place uh, with everything that is going on. Uh, where is it in the Red Sea? Yep. Yeah, just trying to figure out uh, the the risk there potentially and um, if there will be some supply issues. Uh, yesterday, crude oil jumping nicely up 3.5%, but today pulling back down 1%. Uh, trying to figure out where we're at between the 70 and $75 range. Yeah. So that's what's going on overall in the markets. Now, let's take a look at, uh, at our positions. And then uh, should we talk about the uh, WTF trades? What do you think, Mark? You know, yes, but I, I think it's important to mention the economic calendar. Oh. We didn't talk course. about jobs, right? Please. Yes, we had a few reports coming out sure. this morning. I th almost forgot about this because this... they were kind of a non-event. <laughs> I I agree. I agree. Uh, at least the reaction pre-market, it, it seemed like traders kind of looked at the data and said, eh. <laughs> um, but you see there that unemployment claims come in uh, a little lower than expected. Uh, so 202,000 people filing for first time uh, unemployment versus the 217 that was expected. Um, but ADP non-farm, uh, this was a bit of a su surprise with 164,000 jobs added compared to the 120. And we know that there isn't always a direct correlation between private payrolls and then the, the non-employment uh, or non-farm employment number on Friday. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if, uh, if there's uh, if the, the non-farm employment number increases more than expected as well. Yeah, because right now for tomorrow's big jobs report, the markets are factoring in that the unemployment rate is ticking up a 0.1% higher yeah. and the, uh, that the average hourly earnings are ticking lower. 
right now, based on what we saw yesterday with the JOLTS report and the unemployment claims and non-farm employment claims today, I mean, it could be that the unemployment rate remains at 3.7% and it's not ticking up. Also saw that this yeah. morning, uh, the wage increase year over year is 5.4%. And even though this sounds high, I mean, it has slowed down. So it's not concerning and wages are uh, catching up with inflation right now. I also saw with today's report that leisure and hospitality was leading uh, with 59,000 new jobs added. Um, and interesting to see that small businesses actually were the biggest job creators with that report um, with uh, businesses with fewer than 50 employees adding 74,000. So small businesses seem to be um, doing okay. Yeah. All right, so now let's take a look at uh, our existing positions and then about uh, the WTF strategy, which is not what you think, it is win the fear. So we'll talk about this briefly. We introduced this um, to our mastermind members over a year ago uh, to all the PowerX users, um, I wanna say in October, probably. So it has been a few months and there were quite a few signals. But before we go there, let me just clear the drawings here and uh, see what's happening here in our portfolio. CSIQ, I mean, uh, CSIQ down a little bit yesterday, trying to recover down again today, uh, almost 3% because interest rates are moving higher. I mean, we just talked about it. Uh, I mean, topping uh, almost 4% here, and this is not good for our CSIQ position. And as long as those interest those yields are going higher and interest rates are putting pressure on csiq csiq is not gonna uh be rallying so i'm okay like i, I really have mixed feelings about this one because i'm still interested in doing a rescue but on the the other hand i don't mind if it just wants to move on up um right now just sitting and waiting fine with me and then NEE, I mean, NEE now attacking again the 65 level here. I mean, still a bit away this morning, 62.72, but uh, nicely up today, NEE up uh, more than a percent. Uh, so that's good. Uh, we have been following the trend line and we see that we do have some resistance here at around 65. And it's time to attack the level to break through. And then um, we, will, we should be able to sell some more calls here. That's planned, like in NEE. Good, UPS, uh, UPS uh, just diddling around here. I mean, hanging in there. Uh, I sold the uh, 160 calls against my existing positions. Right now, it looks that they might expire worthless tomorrow. If so, I mean, I've had fun selling these calls over the last few weeks. Right now, we are trading at 158.14. If we do see a jump tomorrow and I'm getting called away, I'm fine with it. I'm fine moving on with this one. Otherwise, if I'm not getting called away, I'll be selling it again. But uh, I mean, Mark, we're also hoping for you that uh, we are actually jumping higher and going back towards the uh, the 165 level. That is what I would like to see for sure. And although this has been a little bit slow over the last week or so, definitely looks like we're seeing some support around 57, 58. And I'll take that. I'll take that. Now let's just rally on up past uh, 165, make some more money on it. Yeah. So this morning, super busy morning for our WTF trades uh, because we actually had uh, five trades popping up. 
Now we should talk about it. Uh, so because uh, WTF might be misleading. So this stands for win the fear because what we are doing here is when we see an oversold situation, we are buying stocks. And uh, this is what we saw uh, yesterday already. So if you look at the open position that we have in fast. <clears throat> so yesterday we saw that after moving higher, 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 fast started pulling back. So yesterday we bought fast. Today, uh, moving up 0.4%, uh, so looking good. These are usually super short-term trades. As you can see, the average and uh, longest trade length Average is just six days, and that's what we typically see, four, five, six days. Uh, so this might be a super quick trade that we get out of next week, but moving nicely. And for those of you that are new to the signals, like Marcus said, it's uh, identifying an op a high probability opportunity where the stock is pulled back and is oversold and is likely to have a temporary rebound uh, with fast uh, going back to uh, all of the signals that were identified in the past, uh, about a 63% winning percentage, but uh, in general, we're about 70% or, or even higher. And that's what we see with some of the signals that we uh, decided to focus on today. Yeah. So that's looking good. And then, uh, yeah, today, I mean, uh, five signals popping up. Uh, we decided to take four of them. Uh, so CPRT, Copart Inc., uh, looking good. I mean, we we entered it uh, at 46.72 right now, already trading at 47. So this is exactly what we want to see after a possible oversold situation, a quick bounce back. Uh, CoStar Group, CS, uh, what is it? CSGP, also <laughs> hanging in yep. there right now, slightly higher than the opening price that we bought it at back. Dash doing really well. I mean, Dash, uh, we got it for 93.57 right now, already trading at 94.90, uh, scratching the 95 here. And then also uh, Picar after a rough start uh, this morning, pulling back right now, not yet positive, slightly down here. But uh, I mean, all of these four positions are doing exactly what we expect them to do after a quick sell off to see a quick bounce back and you see everywhere the average uh, duration, just four, five, six days. <clears throat> that is what we expect. Just a, a quick opportunity to, to benefit from that fear and uh, jump in and say, you know what, let's, let's move higher a little bit. Yeah. So we'll see how these do. Uh, and this, I mean, today, same as yesterday, I've been keeping an eye on uh, oil and gas. Uh, it started to look a little bit better now, so uh, we're still keeping an eye on not so, uh, ZOM. XOM, um, the 102 strike price, a little bit too high. Uh, Oxy, no strike price available here, and also uh, Chevron. So those were a few that we keep kept an eye on. Uh, we, we did have APA um, popping up on the scanner this morning. Because APA today um, down 7%, which is really unusual because if you look at the heat map here and uh, we look at oil and gas, <clears throat> we see that right now a few of them have turned negative. So that's good. That might actually find us a trade. But APA down massively by 7.3%. And this is a little misleading because the drop is attributed to a buyout that uh, they announced, they said that they would buy 
uh, Callan Petroleum in a $4.5 billion all stock transaction. So the company doing the buying is normally falling uh, and the company being bought is usually going up. And uh, in the end, it could be that it was a great decision, but in the near term, that's causing or, or leading to that drop. Yeah, I want to bring up COP. Now, also the strike price, a little bit too high here. We want to see it at a recent support. So right here, I would like to see a strike price closer to 112, 113. Right now, the strike price that is available, uh, if we're zooming in here, is uh, somewhere around between 117 and 118. So a little bit too high here. But with crude oil falling, I mean, we might actually get an opportunity in these uh, energy and gas plays for today. I'm keeping an eye on it. Yeah. All right. So let's see what the indices are doing right now. If they are, oh my gosh, they are half turned around. Even the NASDAQ coming off the lows positive for the day right now on absolutely yeah. no news other than uh, maybe at this point money sitting on the sidelines wants to get back into the markets. Hey, I'll take it. No worries. <clears throat> Works for me. Snap in a four day losing streak if it could stay positive. If it can stay positive. Yeah. And then tomorrow we have the big jobs report that could move the market. So we'll be here if you enjoyed today's show and also learning more about the WTF trades, the win the fear trades. So give, give us a like. We really appreciate it. Uh, this way we know that this is interesting to you and we'll talk more about these kind of trades. Uh, feel free to share this with others who might be this beneficial. And if this is your first time here, Click on subscribe, hit the little notification bell. This way you get notified whenever we go live. And we'll be back here tomorrow morning to let you know what happened with the jobs report and how the markets are reacting to it and what our positions are doing. Also, if you find any more positions today. All right. With that said, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. Happy trading, everybody.